0: Some feedback, gifting, and never have I ever. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hi, Amy. How are you? Oh,
1: good morning, Melissa. I am super well. I'm super well. How are you? Are you also super busy? Yeah get so frustrated. I thought this only happened at Christmas time when clients somehow magically forget that Christmas is a thing until like the week before. And then they say things like, we never created or ordered a Christmas card. And I'm like, well, that's called It's Too Late. And they're like, it's never too late. So now we're having Christmas in July where people forgot that July 4th is a thing. And people will be on vacation and publications will be closed and all the things that you thought that could happen in the next hour suddenly take a week. So it's turned into Scramble Fest, which is crazy. Do you think
0: that has anything to do with the Amazon society that we've built where not only can you get it in two days, you can get it in three hours if you order it in the next seven minutes standing on your left foot? Like, is that part of what we're expecting now, everybody to just dance for us and give us what we want when we want it?
1: I think the audience of people who live and behave this way has been affected by Amazon. But in terms of my audience clients and folks who are in advertising or who are in the business in the corporate world, they've always been this way. They, they predated Amazon. Oh, for sure. This was always the joke. Christmas happens every year in December. We tell you, we tell you (laughs) in January, like you, we're still talking about it on spring break and people are like, and then all of a sudden they're like, Christmas, what's that? (laughs) Describe it to me. You know, it's just the most ridiculous shit that you've ever seen in your life. So I think that the myopia really has more to do with what we in our house call the Hollywood effect. My husband was nicknamed by a very appreciative client years ago as Mr. Hollywood because he made fucking miracles happen out of nowhere and they just invented this term. We thought it was hilarious because it doesn't even mean anything. So yeah, Mr. Hollywood is, I'm that way as well. I, I'm evidently Queen Hollywood because I can make shit happen that shouldn't physically be able to happen in the laws of the physical world. And yet I do it regularly. So the clients are like used to magic. So I should burn them.
0: Isn't that a dangerous precedent to it set? Is.
1: It is. It is. When you and create an environment where the exceptional is the everyday, it creates fantastic job security and also assets. a crushing, crushing workload. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's a little, I guess it's like, is it helicopter parenting? Like I didn't do this for my kids. I just, you know, my clients, whatever you want, whenever you want it, you can have it 15 times over and you're going to be smiling. You, they regularly say, I want to pay you more. How can I pay you more? So that's where I keep my clients, which is kind of great and awful. So it's gruffle. That's what I do. That's how I have a name for myself. Groffle, love that. Yep, 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 yep.
0: Groffle. I have a couple of updates. Those of you who wrote, thank you. That was so sweet of you to reach out. We've got some feedback about Justine Bateman's face and your (laughs) phrasingology, your phraseology of the Jew fan of the restaurant that we went to while we were down here. Uh oh. Justine Bateman's face, the feedback that I have received, both in email and people on the street punching me, Great. is let her age gracefully and be her. And I said, I didn't hear the interviews. I was clear. I'd, and I still have not done the deep dive on YouTube, which I could have. But as you well know, I'm beach living right now. And there is plenty of deplorable stuff everywhere. Why look for evil on a rabbit digging down a rabbit hole well so it's I, curious
1: I, it's curious that people gave any feedback i haven't seen it i listened to the episode because i've got some folks in my circle who listen to the show and they always want to listen to it with me which is kind of weird that is weird yeah so i mean we're in cars a lot so anyway i want to watch
0: the porn that you did with you
1: ew why are I we porn think so.
0: <laughs> i don't think so I put that on the shelf. I'm already thinking about next week's porn. Like, I can't do this with you.
1: The other thing that's so awful about it is not only do they say, hey, let's listen to your podcast. Won't that be fun? And I'm thinking, no. So then they put it on, and we're listening. And then invariably, they engage in conversation over the podcast and with, it. with me. And I'm like, are we going to listen to the thing? Because I'm not, what? It, so it's this super exercise in frustration. But getting back to Justine Bateman. It was painful for me to listen to all that vitriol come out of my mouth. Here's, here's the cleanup version of it. She is glamorous and great and can live her life any way she wants. The thing that I am commenting on is that she doesn't seem to have owned her position in a way that invites me into the conversation. It seems like... From what I've seen her say in person, like in her person, and it actually occurred to me, I met her once. I totally forgot about this. I met her at a conference. So, I mean, I, I feel like I've got like this deep Justine Bateman. Anyway, she is, I believe, in my opinion, reacting to the public, reacting to her face. So, she was never on this crusade. She put out a book three years ago about fame and celebrity, and people began saying things like, Look at that old shriveled raisin. Why is she still in the put? Like, what's happening? And so instead of saying nothing about it or it, which would be a power move like I'm going to just do what I'm doing and there's haters everywhere, she came out swinging and said not only what's wrong with my wrinkles, I love my wrinkles. Take a look. Take a look at my wrinkles. And then All instead of
0: these lines upon right. my face. Yeah. And instead
1: of and instead of saying, join the wrinkle club because we're so beautiful, she's focused instead on why you hate my wrinkles. What's wrong with you? Let's talk about you and why you hate my wrinkles. And let's talk about you and why I can't have a face on my face. And it was just like, okay, you're kinda I kinda embrace
0: that too. Either so, way, yeah. but she's she's being herself. And uh, if I'm being really honest, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, good for you. Now uh, you're again, turning it into a kind of a career, but it's not even like. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Like, yeah. don't be known for this. Be known for all the great things She's you do. She's being known this- for
1: this. She was okay. in People magazine on their and just ridiculously on their list of, um, what it looks like to be like most beautiful women at 50, 55, 78, 33,000, whatever hi, the hi, fuck. Hi, you know how they put a big long list. We're all wearing the same dress. Let's compare. Yeah, so they, they it have better. they have every glamorous, unattainable celebrity beauty next to her, next to her, next to her. And then they got, they got prune face right in there. And they Aww. only, well, it's like, what are they going to do? Not put her in? So it's like now you're part of the conversation in the worst way. Move on. Yeah. We all have wrinkles. Fuck off.
0: All right. So you want to get to the the diner that we went to or are we moving on from that, too? It's important to hear the feedback. I
1: would love to hear the feedback. Let's hear it. Go.
0: The (laughs) question came that was, does Amy like Jews and Jewish culture? Yeah. And I said, as a Jew,
1: I will tell you, Amy likes Jews
0: as she just does. She just does. Did you not like the diner because it was Jewy?
1: I adored the diner because it was jewy i find okay. it hilarious did i did i come off as if like look at all them jews that's terrible yeah.
0: well that's not to me but yes that's that's the feedback and a half
1: oh that's sad
0: so so i would like to you know clean that slate um well, Justine bateman much. can do whatever the fuck she wants but we're allowed to comment on it i support her wrinkles in gray i endorse i also feel like If I buy a big box of chocolates from the chocolate shop here that we worship and I share them with other people, then I eat less. I'll connect it. Watch me. Wow. Justine Bateman shows up on on a stage where women are visible. I think she's making me look better. So if she's making a choice not to assist, assist, more power to you, whatever statement you're making, make it louder. She's broadening
1: the lens. So-
0: so I'm that's, now on That's a, a
1: great f- perspective. Yep.
0: Full spectrum of women where I'm not as gray or as wrinkled. I I fit in the middle and if you want to wave a banner on one side, I will I'll hold your stick. I'll do whatever I'll hold your beer. I'll hold your hoops. Let me tell you. I have a friend here this week who almost got run over by a bike on Oh my gosh. on the boardwalk while running. And she was looking for someone to hold her hoops so she could come out swinging. And I said, "Please don't do that. You are closer to Atlantic City, and you will lose. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you right now. It's scary." Uh, my friends were the only two successful people starting ending fights on the boardwalk. And right? They're right. not here right now. So, and the don't only do reason it. we
1: ended that fight is because we're on vacation. Normally, you start some. <laughs> i'll finish um,
0: and because you love a jew who is who they were going after pretty much <laughs> by by riding their well
1: uh, let's get back to hating the jews i feel like <laughs> ooh, that's a great drop <laughs> no i love it call me out i'm super I am so stealing that. <laughs> that's gonna be in every podcast for the rest of our days Let's get back to
0: hating the Jews. I kind of love
1: it, too, because it presumes we've ever left. And in America.
0: And that we do hate the Jews.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so here's America. here's my point to you.
0: Finish the sentence, and in America, because every group oh, has God. lost every right they've ever had in the past, I don't know, two months. And, and our guests here this weekend said, why don't we just ask uh, – Britain to take us back. If we're going oh my that God. far back with the clock turn, why don't
1: we just go right back to mother country? Jesus Lord, God in heaven. Sorry guys. So the thing that I'm trying to say is no different to me than if we were talking about the Italians, right? Of which I am one, a proud tribe member. So I feel that Atlantic city and your portion of it are is is a fantastic enclave for these two groups because you see them in vast, great numbers. Agree, yes. and I love it. In and so, if I were to give a review, had we gone to an Italian deli, which would yes. be equally, yeah, uh, unique and steeped in olive oil and everything covered and what, with palm. What part
0: of the cow is that meat, or what? It's part all of, pig. We don't
1: do any cow. Right, so. Oh. Yeah, a okay. hundred. Everything Italian is pig, 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 pig. It's all, it's all pork, 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 pork. Beef is just like it's more like a condiment. So I'm just trying to say, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Nice little piece of bruschu. I'm just trying to say, beef is a condiment. It is. It is. So <laughs> you have a little beef with your with your pork, oh pork, pork fish. So pork, pork fish, pork. It was fish. really more like an anthropological visit. It was like a zoo style visit in which. I love going to the zoo. I love looking into cultures. I hate that all them animals are trapped. So I do want all the Jews, they don't have to congregate in that one deli, beachside. They can go anywhere they want. They can get food everywhere they want. It was a deep dive. It was just so I don't interesting know if to is me. This
0: making it better,
1: or not. I don't know. I'm saying if you, if we had gone to an Italian deli and everything in there was super Italian, and I just felt so completely comfortable at home, and you'd and be like, home, yeah. "What part of what animal is that?" And I'd right. be able to tell you, and how gross it was that I had to skin it whole and live when I was a nine-year-old. Like I'm just saying, it felt very. It Sounds was like, like child borrowed nostalgia for your youth. And I just, you know, blabbed on about it because I clearly am unconcerned with the possibility that I could insult somebody based on, I guess, my whole life, which is funny because I don't want an insult. I don't want to insult anybody ever. Anytime. Especially not people you love. So. No. Anyway, so um, I fucked what that. I Sorry, Juice. What love you. What I ya. found
0: interesting about what you just said in my defense kind of way was that this area is is deeply seeped in Italians and Jews, right? Yep. Yep. Which brings the best and the worst of both communities. And okay. Sure. Other people can't really comment on the best, maybe the best, but which is usually food,
1: um, but not the worst of a community. And I think it's super helpful to in this conversation point out that when you're part of the group, it's not like women who call themselves bitch and they want to own that term and turn it into a positive. I never, I don't want to walk around with a necklace that says bitch. I don't want people to think I'm a bitch. I don't like bitches. Like I feel like the term itself, all of it's bad news. So in that way, that's something that you don't get to flip it by owning it. But somehow in everything that we're talking about, even if there's something negative perceived about your group, if you don't think it's negative, is that just Teflon? Is it like, you know, you guys can think all you want. Because I still love that about us. And yeah, maybe you're identifying something, and if you don't get it, that's one more reason that you are less than us because we get it. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I found that visit to the deli and just my eyes wide open to a lot of the folks on the street that we encountered and, and the whole time that I was there so charming, so interesting, so fun, high culture, loved it, loved it, loved it. And I wanted to talk about it. And I imagine. If you came into deep, deep, deep little Italy and started seeing the same thing, I wouldn't have even known the things that you would notice. So and that's I asked, all I was yeah. trying to point out is these are things that I noticed because i got to love you, but I don't pay attention, you fucking Jews. I just don't. So you, there were a lot of you, and you were noteworthy. So I thought, oh, look at that. That was the end of it.
0: So I do try to fight the, I think we as humans in our family tip a little more because we don't like the frugal sense. But the stereotypes that I do love that I embrace are the family, the food, the education. Those are all things that I think both of our communities have. And I kind of love. I also love that in the Asian community. So that really fills the, um, we are all the same. Everything in the world right now is just desperately dividing us. But the fact that we all want everything for our children. You know, we all want the best. Po- like there's so many things that could unite us. I'm all of a sudden the united colors of Benetton. I don't <laughs> know how that happened. That yeah. is not my job, but it is surprising to me that more people don't notice all of our similarities in all of these cultures right. as compared to how we are different and how how somebody's better or worse. No, there are so many things that unite all of these cultures that why is it so easy to find differences and open your eyes The the uniting factors are all there. Um, okay. So I'm putting our feedback aside. Amy loves the Jews. She was sharing something. She noticed uh, Melissa loves Justine Bateman's face and <laughs> thinks that she should put it on a flag and I'm not a flag waver, but I'll hang it off my beach house for four days.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Okay, my question is about gifting.
1: Mm. Oh, Amy,
0: are we out of control yes. with gifting? Yes, just you. <laughs> no, not just me.
1: <laughs> Only Ms. you.
0: Here's why I ask. I saw an embedded, you heard me, an New embedded Times New video. York Times
1: article that led mm-hmm. me to a video. I think it was on that, The Economist. Yeah. That had,
0: <laughs> that had Larry David <coughs> on it and Boy. somebody asking Larry David in an interview, I'm going to a destination wedding. Isn't my presence, the present.
1: Kind of, well, uh, the answer is yes, but bring a gift, you tight ass.
0: Okay, but what are we expecting? If flights to this location are have a comma in it, you know, you're not going alone. Let's say you're going with your spouse. I'll use you. Amy, let's say you have a friend who decides to get married in Montego Bay. And you love this human and you say, yes, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just saying for you and your husband, I'm not even throwing in it's a uh, my family loves this person and now there's five of you traveling. I'm just saying two. Flights to Montego Bay, six $1,200 um, for your bag because you have that dress that you just shopped for off the runway and you need everything to arrive perfectly. You need all of your products. Checking your bag. Everything's done, $1,200. Next, where are you staying? Well, the wedding is at this hotel. It's at this resort. We're going to check check plus you are staying where the wedding is that's another I don't know twelve hundred dollars for staying there and and not even including food you are really growing this tab of yours for this wedding love this human I didn't even put the dress that you bought special for it I just made sure you had a bag to check it but I know you and you would have gotten a special dress for it all of these things, you're let's say you're to 2500. Let's say you get up to with food and entertainment or whatever you're doing, you're at like 4, or 5 grand. Easy, right? What now? Do you write still <sighs> write a check for and I won't even give you an imaginary number because that's no, another I, question I want to ask you.
1: The truth is it is completely event specific and really more carefully nuanced than that it is relationship specific so if you are in the inner circle of this person you would go to the end of the earth anyway and they would not have a wedding where you weren't present so it almost becomes irrelevant that you're investing this much because it's just a fact of life this is a fact of the relationship and yeah you then also layer a gift on top of that as commemoration of this event because of your closeness to this person. If you are, I'll use your husband as as an example, in the practice of somebody whose daughter is getting married, like you're just one of these required hangers on, and this is an opportunity for you to maybe squeak out a vacation and then spend six hours of one afternoon at a party that somebody else pays for. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's like, a real token gift. The The difference here is if you are, so it has to do with how close you are means you don't get out of the gift because you just don't. You're a part of the wedding showing up in this way makes you an extent. That's you're just the same as being in the wedding and nobody says, okay, you bought a bridesmaid's dress. So you don't have to give me a gift. I mean, I guess technically you don't have to give anybody a gift, but you do cause you're not a pig. So the other part of it is when you're in this extended three four five steps away or you're even wondering why am I going to this fucking thing at all it's very thoughtful to give a commemorative a thoughtful (coughs) a non-financially binding gift something that that is sentimental you know so um this is I haven't put any thought into this so really idiotic ideas like a framed leaf from the place where you are, like a palm frond that you put into a frame and say from your wedding day and you hand write it on a piece of paper. Something idiotic that shows thought, that shows investment and involvement without any kind of... I framed your
0: wedding invitation and I framed like that kind of thing. Here's a lock of my hair because I'm fucking Uh. (laughs)
1: creepy. Like whatever it is. The napkin. I blew my nose in. Like whatever the fuck. It's just something. Something, a memento of the day and of your connection and involvement in it. If you have, if you can remember why you're connected to this person at all. If it's somebody that you hired, you know, and maybe it's, you know, the letter that you, whatever it is you mailed them to get. It was stupid shit. A keychain, Shit like that.
0: Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you ever go to bar or bat mitzvahs when you were a kid?
1: Uh, I really didn't, but my oh. kids have gone to millions of them. Oh, I so, remember
0: when you first called and you're like, what's the appropriate gift? How do we do this? We, my
1: when childhood, my childhood, if you're trying to get the childhood memory, it was filled with weddings and funerals, and they were a monthly occurrence for my entire childhood. So so it's very similar. One's real happy, one's real sad, but it's it's the same kind of dynamic.
0: My kid just told me she's never been to either of those two things. Um, and she's a 18. family
1: wedding or a family funeral only
0: bar mitzvahs no no weddings or funerals but at at bar I to, mitzvahs I have I am
1: so stunned by this I feel really? like yes I feel like that's somehow a blight on your parenting I don't even understand how this could happen This is so shocking to me It's like saying I've never had a bowl of cereal It's even worse cuz who cares about cereal
0: Never been to a wedding First of all I don't care about anything the way I care about cereal Let's ha- don't <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> Don't fucking say shit like that in <laughs> passing. I worship cereal. So
1: oh, my God. You
0: are the funniest person I've ever met. Different fucking example. Cereal oh, is
1: king. There's but a whole no. spot in that. We
0: have. We, yeah, I'll say. That's a show. Um, as far as we haven't had a single family wedding or what? they were so little, but our first one is next summer, next June. So what? they're going to start coming because they have
1: cousins, but they don't have any there was oh no weddings God. or funerals. I don't even, I can't even. But can't at mitzvahs even. growing yes. up, yes. we
0: would go at, at the venue. I mean, we would go with our either little tiny bracelet that you brought or you would go with um, just a check for 25 bucks or whatever it was back in the 80s. And you would take a wine glass. I'm sure the catering venue fucking loved us for this. We would take a wine glass. You'd fill it halfway with water and you would drop in the matchbook that had the date and everything from the bat mitzvah where you were. Okay. And you would drop in whatever else little a tiny giveaways they goldfish. had there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, God.
0: No, because. I don't know where a, this is
1: going. Keep it up.
0: This is, a, it's called a memory glass. Okay. And you would put things from the day in there in water, and then, <laughs> you, right? And then you would take a candle, from okay you would take from candle lighting and you would melt the wax around the out a little bit around the outside of the glass and then you would seal the water in the glass with the wax that you put on top and it became a memory glass this was sealed in wax and water in a glass that you stole from the venue and i mean there was a learning curve you put the purple napkin in and it bled and you can't see anything but you figured it out by third or fourth time doing it and you gave the Bat mitzvah girl or boy, whatever this highly it was
1: perishable stolen object.
0: Correct, defiled. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, it was just what were we thinking? But yes, that's exactly what you. I've did. I've never.
1: I could not have. I would have called bullshit if I read it in a book. That is so. Really, there is no chance that this happened. You did this regularly.
0: That is the second time in two days somebody called me a fucking liar.
1: Well, and I am when done with the it. podcast fence.
0: I have. Joel here at my house today, yesterday, and I said to him, You're a Howard Stern listener. You heard that his father, Ben Stern, had a glass eye his whole life okay, and Howard did not know that.
1: And Ooh. then when they're
0: burying right? And then when they're burying him, there's a little wooden tiny wooden box that they hand him that has his dad's eye in it. And Why don't said, you
1: fucking bury that shit with him?
0: What the fuck is this? Maybe it was his spare eye? I, I listened The same way the people who asked to listen to our podcast with you listened, like, sort of, and started talking. So
1: creepy and gross. But,
0: (laughs) But he said he didn't have a fucking glass eye. He called me a liar. Yeah, so I think he's dicking with me the same way you are I, right I now. Don't, but yeah.
1: I don't I don't know about this glass eye business, but you do <gasps> you, you do, do spin too? some tails. No, I if Howard says it, I don't first of all, it's, Howard's a liar, so who cares about Howard? But that's what he said also.
0: He's like, Howard said he wasn't Jewish. He said he was half black. He said all like he's been a liar.
1: I don't think it, either one of those things have ever been said by Howard, number one.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Growing up, Howard, I listened to him. Howard he said, said he is not Jewish? Correct. And then he said, well, maybe half. Like 10 years later, he said, well, maybe half. And then he said he fought in Vietnam. And then he said his mother told him he, she, he was half black. And then he said, like, uh, yes, he's a compulsive liar. I okay. absolutely believe the eyeball in a box story.
1: That's I, that? I No, I kind of believe the eyeball in a box story because his whole life is just so fucking off. But my point to you <laughs> is now what are you supposed to do with this? Little your, little reverse Tiffany box full of gelatinous inside the headedness out. Yeah, from your like, dead dad. Like, what oh, now? Yeah,
0: this one, the eyeball.
1: Where um, are you going to keep it? Is it like a tchotchke on your desk? Do you make a keychain? Yeah, the whole thing is so a, strange. A keychain. Eyeball that's is
0: brilliant.
1: super gross. Makes some would, soup. Yeah.
0: You could take the eyeball and put it in a glass, like a goblet, and fill it halfway oh, with you water. Oh, you're the
1: r- most ridiculous thing. And then you could melt How some- about this thing gets knocked over? How you about where you're supposed to put it? On your little white um, princess set, bedroom furniture. set, yeah. in your room with the, cur- with the Jenny Lynn's shit in the- oh, Ugh. Uh-uh. No. Uh,
0: I'm pretty confident my mom threw it away. Immediately. Immediately. Dear listener, have you ever done this practice? Have you ever made a memory glass at a wedding or a bar mitzvah or anywhere? Just let us know. And did you hear that Ben Stern has a glass eye, had a glass eye? His answer was, he did. Who care? I'm like, what is happening right now? Is it the edible? What is happening so yes, it was a very strange being called a liar. I don't even care about anything enough to. Lie I take. I'm it. taking
1: it if people think I'm a liar instead of they think I'm a Jew hater. What are they called? Oh, Nazis. Yeah, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm super not that. Is oh, her okay, name? What is
0: that called? <laughs> Douchebaggery. Is there uh, something? No, thank you.
1: Is there a real name for a for a Jew hater? An anti semite. That's it. I'm not there it that. Is. I'm super not that. It's oh my god. A oh my call. god, I got to I got to put one that's not on the board and Do you it. have to you have to because it involves your big old gay boyfriend. Here we go. Mr. Director Secretary of the DOT. Pete Pete Petey Buddha It's is redacted and what happened? Yeah. Let's go. Okay, okay. 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 So, evidently Okay, so it's in the news. We got a lot of topics that are in the news. First, and real quick, did you see that Carowinds, our local Six Flags Adventure Park, has a busted roller coaster? Did you see this?
0: No, that's the one that's on the border between North and South Carolina. It is the
1: largest extended uh, roller coaster (laughs) of some type in North America. So it's major. It's called The Fury. My son has ridden it for... Eight hours straight, back to, back to 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 back. It's common. It crosses South Carolina into North Carolina. It's so it's on the border. So they just, yeah. they have fun that it goes in both states. Yeah, I While love you're it. on the ride. Okay. So somebody rode the ride and while riding it, noticed no. a crack in one of the supports. No. Got off, took a video of the next group of riders going past that crack and the whole car of people going, whee, out and pushing the crack. Yeah, they've shut it down permanently. Or whatever. Okay. In, in, indiscriminately. What's the word I'm talking about?
0: In perpetuity. I'm taking no, the... No,
1: indefinitely. <laughs> indefinitely. Um, totally I, different than all of those words. Back to Pete Buttigieg. It's more important. I just no, got to say... No, I'm taking
0: that, that my drop My son almost of, died.
1: ...about <laughs> the crack. I'm taking the <laughs> crack one. Go ahead. <laughs> so my That's kid awesome. almost died. Good for us, because nobody knows how long that crack been there, first of all. And you... Wow. Super bad. Okay. So on the last day of Pride... Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida put out some sort of a promotional video. Have you heard tell of this? No. The promotional video was disparaging presidential candidate, former president Donald Trump, for his past support of LBGT trans communities. Okay. Right? I got the acronym wrong. No, it's great. For all all my, uh, we love you queers. And- This was DeSantis saying, Trump hates y'all now, but loved y'all before. So which is it? So it was his way of saying, come here, haters. We've got one more reason to say this man's a hypocrite. And then at midpoint in this promotional ad that DeSantis dropped during Pride, he flips the content to show himself as very strong and manly. And he starts, he changes <laughs> the music. That's funny to me already, bugger. And he intersperses pictures of himself where he's walking in a, this highly militaristic style. He intercuts that with pictures of bodybuilders oiled up with no shirt, their little bikinis on, and close-ups of Brad Pitt. What are you even fucking? It talking is so about? gay! It is just a joyous, gayful exploration exploration of who the fuck are you? What are you? Oh, my God. It is the most schizophrenic, weird bullshit. So, of course, they haul out Director Pete, whatever the fuck his title is, He's there supposed to talk about why are all these airplanes so fucked up? Nobody can go nowhere. What's going Secretary on? Secretary
0: Pete, oh,
1: yes. the Director
0: of Transportation. Okay. And go so ahead. they say,
1: "But we got to pivot cuz something gay happened." And guess what, poster boy? Let's go. So he starts out in his very measured academic way, right? And he goes, "Well, I just I'm going to set aside for now how strange it is that someone <laughs> wants to display their masculinity by uh intercutting photographs of oiled bodybuilders." And instead, I love him so much. If you don't love him already, <laughs> this is it. Go ahead. And he goes. Instead, I'm just going to focus on who are you trying to help. Like, is your goal to point out how much harm you can bring to an already harmed community? Is that your plan here? So he just went on to eviscerate him. But it was just so hilarious because they kept showing the spot, and I'm like, this can't be real. It's got to be April Fool's joke. Is weirdest- on YouTube. This is effectively Putin on horseback on crack. It is crazy-making and so super gay. It is it is hilarious that somebody who is like, I hate them gays because I'm so gay. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And Maybe, maybe I'm a like, Jew. Maybe people think I hate the Jews. Am I a secret Jew? Is that what it is? Well, you know there are community, there are people in each
0: community that are self-hating. There are but um, I hate the gay, Jews. well, there are gay Republicans who, who see their rights being taken away. And I have don't heard that the biggest-
1: the biggest homophobes are the ones who themselves have uh, homosexual inclinations, tendencies, realities That's that they that they senators. do not that they they're trying to shut down in themselves, so they overcompensate by trying to shut it down everywhere. Okay,
0: isn't that the same as you're cheating on me? Well, why do you think that? Because you have a cheating mind and you cheated on me. That's that's the I guess when you point your finger one direction, three other fingers are pointing back at you. You are so militant about about that. Wow. That's so mean. How about that that senator who reached under the bathroom? And like, yes, the ones who who hate the gays the most have. When you when
1: you're looking for perverts. It's because you are already king pervert. Is that how
0: that works? You talked about that stupid Duggar family who is who is gays using are not perverts. Religion. I'm just
1: I'm getting back to uh, what do you them? They're kind of Senators perverts. Senators are perverts. Gays are not perverts.
0: Senators the are perverts.
1: The Duggars are perverts. Yeah, so they. Gotta, are the I'm going to get in so much trouble. I can't have a podcast anymore. Let me clean this shit up. Joshua Duggar
0: here. Joshua Duggar. Jessica couldn't be a, a s- part of it. Joshua Duggar is a super <laughs> it's perv- me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me.
1: You did this, John John Buchanan. She ran us all out of town. It's Melissa. She's the secret controversialer. It's her with, like,
0: podcast with me next. Whose life I could ruin. Who's next? Okay.
1: <laughs> Look, it's straight up. Look s- straight up, straight up, straight up. All the tuggers have been indoctrinated into a line of thinking that is so restrictive and oppressive that it spawns deviant behavior and deviant is in the wrong word. Cause I'm trying to say harmful, criminal, pathological, it's destructive behavior. And it is most often perpetrated against the least in power, so that's women and children, and that's exactly what happened in the exploration and documentary of documentary the of the Duggars of where nope, King Perp. The yeah, they they created an environment where this teen boy was effectively groomed into thinking that all women are his playthings and there for him to control and manipulate. Shiny. And he, unfortunately, internalized that as an opportunity to interfere sexually with his sisters and others over the course of his life and get imprisoned for it. So, yeah, but it's he's not the only one. It is a direct result, and I'll go so far as I claim it. It's the Catholic Church. There have been documents that have been produced and research that's been produced that the priesthood itself has long been known to the Catholic Church and many others as a, I'm going to say dog whistle, but I'm sure there's a better term for it. It's, it is a lightning rod for people who are inclined to take advantage and be abusers. The entire, The entire practice of being a priest has a strong overlap and a correlation. It is a similar audience to people who are abusers. And so that's a real problem because not all priests are abusers and not all abusers are priests. I'm just saying there's a there's a correlation there
0: in the Venn diagram. Right. Pigs and perverts. Significant number. The circle in the middle kind of is a little bit bigger or louder. It's not bigger. It's louder. It's more. So we're we're back to just
1: super peppy, really non-expert opinions on shit that nobody wants to listen to. We're doing great. So pants. Or
0: plan a quiz by Amy Fugazi.
1: I want to know. Yes. In your life. Go ahead. Are you a pantser or are you a planner? What's a pantser, you might ask?
0: What the fuck is a pantser? A
1: pantser is I do shit by the seat of my pants. Oh. Oh. And because it's too big and too broad to answer, I have come up with a quiz for you I cannot wait begin my love okay so you're gonna give me the pants or plan get it go for each of these topic areas vacation if if one of them is dinner
0: it's both (laughs) because our house one of them is
1: dinner let's start with dinner pants or plan dinner Uh,
0: I think you have to plan and we don't plan and then we fight and then it's seat of our pants so it's both both vacation vacation Plan. plan What, is that, what does that mean? That means if we're going on vacation, we have to have a plan. You need We have to plan because we have three dogs. We have to plan because we have two kids. And we have to make a plan for the things we are leaving behind.
1: None of that is what I'm talking about.
0: When we get there on vacation, I put on sweatpants and I don't make a plan.
1: So it's both again. <laughs> you're going to be right up the middle. You're, you're sitting on the crack of the earth's core.
0: Yes, okay. I am
1: sitting on my crack. Okay, Pants or Plan, Cleaning and Organization Project?
0: It's going to be both. Um, I hit a wall, like if I turn around and everything is fucking gross. I didn't plan to clean the kitchen, but before you know it, I'm there. So, Pants. That's Pants. Pants. Doom Piles. Never, ever, ever.
1: (laughs) Road (laughs) Trip. Road Trip. Plan. Creative Project?
0: I find, up, I find that I fall into them. So I'm going to say pants on Creative Projects. <sighs> I'm so I know. happy.
1: And all of I this is born it. from a TikTok I saw about a writer who described herself as, as a self-professed pantser who has become a planner. Because she was trying to adopt a plotting structure in her novel. And she wanted to map it out in five sentences. And then she came up with this idea that every story can be mapped out in five sentences. And that allows you to be both a pantser, and a plotter at the same time. I love
0: but, that. I yeah. love that. Because
1: it kind of gives you a construct and you can still have enough freedom to fill in the line.
0: Right. You can shift. You can bob and weave. I love that. So, yes, I will have made a vacation plan so everybody's taken care of. But once we
1: get there, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. Let's see what there is to do. But then let's break into that a little bit. I don't know. Let's see what there is to do. A planner would say, I have a binder or I have an iPad filled with, Things that we might want to do for these seven days or things that make sense to do on day one or these are the names and contact information of day one or this is the reservation for day one.
0: That depends on the vacation. If it's a beach vacation, I don't have any of that. But going to England with Annie and Tom, our friends, three years ago now, it was uh, here's the book. Let's go. And I love those. But that's like an educational, Tory, soak everything in. But if it's just a beach vacation or, yeah, I mean, if you're going to spend a week in Cape May and you want to try all the restaurants, you'll make reservations. That's planning. But you're going to sit on the beach or go for a walk or hit the boardwalk or do whatever anyway. That's fly by the seat of your pants. All Both. Right, let's keep, I'm a bother. alright Cracker. All right,
1: right. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I'm a cracker. Pants or plan date night. You have to plan a date night.
0: What? Okay. You have to plan a date night. You need a reservation. You need... uh, Okay. Let me clarify. Okay. Plan, but be able to pivot.
1: Ooh. I'm a
0: plan, but be able to pivot.
1: Okay. All right. And in that vein, sex. Sex. Nice long much, pause. It's nice too long much pause. silence for
0: a fucking podcast. Nice long but pause.
1: Nice long pause. I love the in deliberation. My head,
0: in my head, I, I hear my husband's voice saying, wow, that was a surprise. So <laughs> there were sometimes it's both. There are sometimes where I didn't know that was coming. And sometimes where we're like, the kids are out and tonight is, we used to have this little tiny candle with the button on the bottom and if you put that little tiny votive, the electric one, next yeah. to the bed, it was like, I'm feeling You glamorous. have a red light district in candle form? It was yellow. But yes, go That's, slow. Red is oh stop. Oh, my God. But that the was safe like for is- a week and a half. But having it made us more active for that week and a half. So planning is good. It's, but like, s- it's
1: like a Krispy Kreme. The hot light now. You're ready to go for dinner. I race right off the highway. Stick like I had a plan to get somewhere. Ready. Yep. Pivot. I oh, my God, it. now I want a donut. I hate you. Anytime. It's one of my clients. I have to work. The entire trade show is centered around. I have to make a hot light for the uh, booth backdrop. Yeah. It's crazy. I
0: love that. Yeah, I'm sure your husband could print that they're out. Giving,
1: they're giving away. It's neon, and they're giving away uh, donuts. So you think they're going to be busy? They're going to be busy.
0: Okay. All the Pan- progress you made on all of your... I'm not having a donuts. Don't fucking tell me that, because now I'm disappointed in you and proud of you at the same time. It's I don't raining really care. in this room.
1: I don't really care about Krispy Kreme donuts. They're headquartered, you know, miles from where we are. They're saturated. They're everywhere. They're always at everything. There's just, its just too much. We don't have you know? them
0: anymore. I feel that way about Capriati's, an amazing sandwich shop that has. Thanksgiving it's on a roll with its fresh turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce pulled directly mayo.
1: from a whole roasted turkey that they roast in Delhi in house every right day right in front of you and it's, it's amazing it's, yeah
0: but. We have one less than 2 miles from our house now and we have it any time we want. They're Their food is fly as fuck, but when you Meanwhile, have it all time, you gotta the time,
1: get you gotta get the Hot Italian next time. Try the Hot Italian. It'll change your world. I've never okay. had a Hot Italian. You gotta get the Yes, you have. And now you gotta get a Hot Italian sandwich. Oh okay. okay. So now we're going to do pants or plan, grocery store. Pants.
0: Cost me twice as much, but <laughs> pants.
1: <laughs> pants or plan, packing for a trip. Plan. Bless you. Saturday afternoon.
0: Didn't you say last week that you're annoyed by people who just grab three hangers from a closet in every movie you've ever seen and zip it up and say they're packed? Packing because is a plan. Because that's
1: ridiculous, but it also doesn't take a month.
0: Well, my planning doesn't take a month, but it takes maybe two days to think out, wow. forget something, think it out again,
1: and, and yeah. What was the next one? I'm Saturday always, afternoon? I'm, I have packing because is my nemesis I saturday af- Saturday afternoon i'm Is gonna say a- pants i'm gonna okay. say pants okay holidays
0: plan workouts. we're already fighting about the next 10 holidays oh and where God. we're spending them and what we're doing yeah i love this i love this workouts plan pants plan like what do you mean having it or what you're doing sure
1: are you answering any of these questions I am curious as to how it's a a binary choice and the fact that you can't make one gives an answer. So I just love it. And I, you put me in these unanswerable situations all the time. So I empathize with you in this way. When you need more information, when clarity of the question changes the answer, that's that's cool too. Sometimes, sometimes it's so clear when I say something like holidays and you're like, plan, plan, packing, plan. Like there's no way that you're right. just gonna say, I'm leaving on a trip in twenty minutes. Get the bag and let's go. Why That's are, not she me. even made a face. Oh, That's I could do not that. Me. I well, could do that. I'll be unhappy, but I'll do it. I also do the thing where I say, I'm leaving on a trip in twenty years and I will still show up twenty minutes late as if I didn't know I was going. So I am guilty of my own wow. situation. I I packing, I don't like it. I don't it's too many rigid decisions. Yeah. Or, like, I'm, I long for a capsule wardrobe style life where they're, they're the Garanimals. There's no decision I can make, there's no combination I can make that doesn't work. If I had that, I could pack in three minutes and I'd be thrilled. Garanimals don't
0: exist anymore. Why is that? Packed is a brand that's coming as close to Garanimals as they can. We
1: should bring back Garanimals. Mixy, matchy,
0: everything in the softest, like, yummiest clothes. A higher line, though. I'm getting,
1: I'm getting, I'm keeping you on track. I'm keeping you on track. Are you a pantser or a planner when it comes to haircut? Uh,
0: Making the appointment or (laughs) what I'm doing when I get there? Both. Um, I make the appointment at my last appointment because that's a planner. That's a planner. And I have no say in what happens with my hair because the woman who cuts my hair decides when it's going to be shorter and when it's going to be. All what? she asks is, did you like the color? And I say, sure.
1: It's not uh, up to me. It's, it's evidently your you. decision. Yes.
0: And she doesn't Tell even ask. Tell me what anymore. the
1: answer is.
0: She doesn't even ask anymore. I, she, I, It's the same thing. This is what came up when discussing. This recently came up when discussing Justine Bateman because you said, you know, that black eyeliner, that heavy, whatever. That is what she has been wearing since the se- late 70s. She has always, 80s, she has always had that makeup. It's never changed. I had a friend two houses ago who had feathered Farrah Fawcett hair. She has always had that hair, has never changed it with um, with that pale blue eyeshadow too or and the almost white pink coral lipstick that we all wore. Nothing has changed and... I change because the hairdresser's like, this is what we're going to try this week. Uh, Okay.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, I'll step out on that ledge with you. Have you seen the TikTok going around where it has famous celebrities of a certain age in their 50s? I don't know how old anybody is. So all of them in the the 50s decade. And they put them with Golden Girls hairstyles. So they put Jennifer Aniston with a Golden Girls hairstyle. They put Sofia Vergara with a Golden Girls hairstyle.
0: Same age as they They were. They look...
1: Awful, ridiculous, and they look like they're ninety years old. Nothing—it's the identical photo. So now that's the conversation that I'm in. That's a choice you're making to keep your your make grunge makeup from the nineties. Yeah, and then you are angry that people think you look like you don't look good because you don't. So but that's what do just we say objectively to true.
0: What do you say to people who have held on to the same fashion, haircut, makeup, make makeup, or, or hair, whatever it is? What do you say to them? Like, maybe grow with the times. I don't still tease a little piece of my hair on the side straight up in the air and spray it with hairspray like I did in
1: high school. When I see folks who are stuck in a look, you got two directions. You're either leaning into being iconic in that this is your look forever and for now and Iris oh. Apfel who is known for these ridiculously oversized glasses and very heavy, cumbersome, uncomfortable, maximalist, it's called, jewelry, which is great, and it's a great look. Mr. T. And she, Mr. T, folks who, they have carved out their place and they own it, and I have mad props for that, full respect. At the same time, you don't have to be locked into something. If you're the only one doing it, maybe look at it and say, how is this serving me? And then listen to that answer. You said they're either doing it to be iconic or what's the other
0: what's the other option? Because that's everybody else. I mean, that's that's that former friend of mine with the blue eyeshadow. Stop. Just stop. This it's is t- not-
1: it's take a baby step outside of what was comfortable before. Because the longer you keep doing it, you're either now it's such an ingrained habit you don't even realize how dated and stuck you are. It's just, its change is great. Let's embrace change. I love it. Sometimes change ends up for the worse. And guess what? It's another opportunity to change. Change to is great. Let's right. do it. Right. So I just say, give it a shot. It's, it's fuck, it. that's the other thing is, the external is so temporary. It's so frivolous. Fleeting. It's completely who cares. So why not? Do everything and have fun. And I just see it as a kind of expression. So to be locked into one expression, literally, that creates a perception of you that skews negative. I don't know why anybody would choose that. Why do you want the, this back to the Pete uh, age thing, they right? They don't
0: want anybody to think of them that way. They don't see it that way. We see it that way. We see the lack of ability to adjust to. Uh, look at Jean's. High waisted mom jeans, low waisted muffin top jeans. They, they fashions come and go, but some people are so rooted in the the feathered hair and the heavy makeup. It's their routine. It's what they're used to seeing. How do you get out of that? Especially when you think you look good,
1: you don't. Yeah. So
0: that's just it. Oh, have you met my friend Susie? Yeah, she's the one who has the bouffant well, hair. Well, with-
1: that's it's really interesting because we've got. A, a grandmom in our larger lacrosse circle who refuses to change her hair and her hair is beyond terrible. She refuses to change. She could be so much more. She is a youthful, vibrant, fun, loving, energetic, exciting, charming woman whose hairstyle is the, it could not be further from any of that. So it's a total mismatch and it's always a surprise because on first glance, you think you're getting something and then you're like, what is all this? You know, it's a pleasant so, surprise yeah. when she and speaks. It's, and it, is, yeah, it's a particular thing in the South where you stumble into helmet hair. So it is a true teased, ridiculous circle, proper football helmet of very, very thin, fraught, frazzled hair. Right, you it,
0: could see through it, and you—it's not any sleep- good.
1: It's not. You know, good. they sleep yeah. with the
0: magic turban that my Nana used, which is just a piece of felt that wraps around it with a net to keep it high. They go weekly to the.
1: I never gave it a thought. The daughter was talking about it at length, saying, I wish, I wish, I wish. So that's the only reason it even came up. And then the daughter said, I went so far as to actually talk to the hairdresser about maybe one time you could just do it. Let's just to show her and then maybe watch. I'll pay for it. Just do it different. And then wash it out and put it back the way you want. And that's exactly what happened. She was so uncomfortable. She's like this. I like what I'm doing. I like this look that's terrible. I can't be convinced (laughs) that I look ridiculous and I'm aging myself. I want to be a golden girls in look and feel, even though I have nothing to do with that mentality, that age, that it's just, it's people get locked into a perception of themselves and they want to go with it. So I don't know. I think that's another one. It's unique to the person. Sometimes you're scared to try something. Sometimes you feel as if your age prevents you. I wear hair that is way too long for my age, and I don't care. It it's super way too long for my age. It still is. There there was even a whole point where when you get into your mid thirties, you got to go shoulder length. That's just the way it works. And honestly, I think
0: that's ridiculous.
1: Well, it has become ridiculous, but it at the time when in my mid thirties. I was one of the only ones and people would even look askance like, what's that? What's that? And this is pre Jennifer Lopez swinging on a stripper pole who is like my fucking age. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the kind of thing where we have gone through a huge cultural shift in terms of how women look as they age and part of that larger conversation that we keep having. But I want to get back to whether you're a pants or planner. That's just where I want to be. I have more. Okay, Go ahead. I have more. I don't know if you are. I am manicure, pedicure. That's pants. Wow. I don't, I'm I don't impressed. so much
0: do that anymore. But that's pants. Yeah.
1: I'm super impressed. Like Long- I'll find a
0: window in my day and be like, I'm going. And if they don't have room for me, fuck them. I'll go get a donut next door because Dunkin' Donuts is right next door to mine. I
1: love every single thing about that. Pedicum. Long-term spending, pants or plan.
0: Give me an example.
1: You know that you're going to be putting your kids through college or you already have. You plan. know that you're going to be, you know, going on
0: vacation. Plan.
1: Long-term saving. Plan. Girls trip. Plan. Dinner. We'll kill each other if we don't Dinner have a plan. you already covered. Here's one that I can't wait for your answer. Gardening.
0: Doesn't exist. N/A. And <laughs> not applicable. Not <laughs> applicable.
1: Your next book That I'm
0: reading or writing?
1: You say, that's a creative project. Pants or plan? Next book that you're writing, pants or plan? Next book that you're reading, pants or plan? Plan. Okay. Find that weird. All right. (laughs) Plan. Serious talk with your kids. Plan. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Plan,
0: because if I just go from my hip and I just start talking, I wind up like an idiot and I wind up saying the wrong thing. So
1: I have to plan. Serious talk with your friend. Plan. Serious talk with your spouse. Both. Do you think that's a trust issue? No.
0: Sometimes I think I don't realize a serious talk is coming. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, here we are. And let's go. And that's seat of my pants. But.
1: Well, if you were truly a planner, you would do anything to avoid evade and get out of it. Right. So that you could plan it for a future time. So that's oh, fair. To think
0: about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if it's somebody's been emptying the dishwasher or loading it like a fucking crackhead or what was that raccoon okay. on meth not for sure the last whatever, then uh, that's yep. a conversation yeah. that I would plan because I, was, I don't yeah. want to attack.
1: Just thinking more about like emotional commitment and you know love, dishwasher plan. etiquette. Plan maybe was not okay. Okay, making a cake. Like plan. <laughs> You're gonna, you need to make a plan to make a ca- okay a surprise visit and the question is now what you're in the midst of a surprise visit do you attempt to make a plan or do you pants it
0: i make a plan i don't wow. i don't pants a surprise visit well cuz usually if i'm surprising you it's because i have something for you it's a ding dong ditch it's a that's
1: a planned visit you have been surprised with a visit Oh, do you try to control it in moving forward with a let's come up with a plan for how we'll use this visit?
0: Yeah. <laughs> how long are you here? What do I have to how much singing oh. and dancing do I have to do to entertain
1: you? Yeah, I do. I love it. I love do it. you. I love you. Thus endeth the list. No, I do pants you? everything. Planning is fucking ugh. planning is work. wow I'm a great ask? planner, but I get paid to plan when I'm on my own time. Let's go. Dangle me out the plane. Woo! Why do I even ask when you're the one who literally runs out of
0: gas when you
1: are driving? Oh, because people always love enough to gas. help. Come on. Somewhere else. Just you gotta just get it. How hard I is that? Ha- <laughs> I have one more thing
0: for the board today. The rest I'll shove over to next week. Yes. Um, I think it's important to never miss an opportunity to connect with someone or to share. That you were thinking about them. Good. And I will give this example of, and it's Jewy, but it doesn't need to be. I was sitting on my deck in the late evening, early morning-ish hours with with friends. And we were talking and we used to belong to the same congregation and all this stuff. And there was a rabbi who was there who we thought was misplaced. He didn't belong there. But he, he gave some sermons or he had personality traits that we thought were excellent. This was a good dude. We were pretty happy, and we had a whole conversation. Remember the time when, remember, oh, my God, do you remember when he was wearing a kippah and went into a Chinese restaurant and was mortified? Because you know there's pork in there. Uh, The whole thing, like, it was ridiculous conversations. All right, fine. We might have been drunk and or high. But, like, all these stories were coming out, and then I pulled out my phone. When I tell you to never miss an opportunity, I'm going to, Clarify, never miss a sober opportunity to share with somebody what they mean to you or have meant to you or say something nice. So I sent a Facebook messenger message to this guy who's moved on, has a family, fought cancer, has like like married, the whole thing. And I said, I just want you to know that I'm sitting here right now on my deck with more people who know you talking about how happy we were that you were part of our lives for the brief spell that you were and that you've made a difference and that we've got wonderful things to say. I hope you are, we all hope you are well and via con Dios. Like what I just effusively shared love and appreciation for. And as I hit send, I said out loud, "Uh Oh, (laughs) And Oh, and everybody there was like, are you Okay. I. Um, why did somebody take my phone from me? I don't understand. What's wrong with interested? what you sent? I got back uh, a lovely message, a lovely response that said, I was confident nobody was listening every time I spoke. We I weren't. There, you were right?
1: misplaced. We're glad you have moved on. But-
0: so <laughs> we were misplaced. You know, so, into an older sleepy town comes a young, ambitious, like curious, avant-garde kind of. Bye. You have no place here. You're never going to find a bride. You're never going to like, this is a sleepy town. This is not for you. Scandal can only follow you here. Don't do it. So he left, built a great life and then got this weird text from a former congregant and he wrote back lovely things. But I appreciate the fact his response was, "I, I can't believe it. That was so lovely. Never miss an opportunity to share love or joy or appreciation for someone else or let them even know an effect they've had on your life as a former teacher, as those things mean everything. They mean everything. When you hear your children talk about something you once said or a way you read a book or just you hear them talking to other people with be kind, do good, show love kind of thing. The feeling you get from knowing you've had a positive impact is Is Everything. So if you have an opportunity to do that and you're like, no, they don't want. Yes, they do. They want to hear. They need to hear. It is sustenance and it's beautiful and it's the easiest fucking thing to do. And now because you don't have to write letters the way I used to try to convince Jess and John that you should bring letter writing back because it's beautiful and amazing. You can text it. You can Facebook Messenger it. God help you go on LinkedIn. Wherever you find this human, say say kind things. Be kind. Do good. Show love. It is worth it. And it's, it's paid back a thousand times in their appreciation. And God, if it circles back to you, it's everything. So do it. Get out there. Say nice things. Remind people of a difference they made in your life. And let them know you're still thinking about them because it's great.
1: But be sober. I have so much to add, and I don't want to under, undercut Ed. any. I don't, because I don't want to undercut anything you, that you said. It was so perfect, so I don't even want to comment. I'm just gonna let it hang out there, because it was too perfect. I'm proud of you. I love this. Okay. You're right. I. Who cares? <laughs> that was. I, I, you're you're goading me into having my comment. I'm not gonna comment. It's perfect. You did the right thing, and you got the right reward for it. And you're so excellent to spread I just want this. You're proselytizing. To do it. I love it. Let's go. More. 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 More Missy, please.
0: So thank you, Amy. I'll do it with you. You have changed my life in many great ways. So thank you for playing your role in making me laugh. I'll do it for the listeners. Dear Fagazi, thank you for making me laugh every week, making me nervous some weeks when you say some <laughs> hinky shit, but, but I know your heart and I know I know everything I need to know. So dear listeners, we are grateful for you. And it's important that you know that, that your feedback, whether you're mad at us, whether you're thrilled by an episode or whether anal and dick and shit made you super happy and you just giggled the fact that you're sharing your joy with us and other people is everything that's the, word. the point
1: of the show thank you spread the word we love you guys thank bye. You so much for listening.
0: bye i'm a cracker